Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Great People Show. I am your host, J.J. White, and he's back in The Great People Studio, my co-host, James Muncy. Good morning, James. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing absolutely amazing. I am uh, on fire for life as... Well, I wouldn't say as usual. I'm not always on fire for life, but I just feel like I am today. Spring is sprung. Yeah, we just uh, first day back from spring break. Yeah, uh, in our area here, all the yep. kids were off last week, so some people are happy about that. Some not so much. <laughs> Depends on your perspective, I guess. It was certainly a rough morning around the White household. Yeah, uh, I'm a little sore because I spent more time outside over the weekend than I probably had the last six months combined. Oh, yeah. Getting on my knees, doing the weeds, and Ugh. mowing, and pressure washing, and it didn't feel like I made any progress. Well, we went out of town, so we put off the household chores. I'm often asked, why don't you just pay someone to do all that? Well, for one thing, I, um, I have a hard time paying people to do things that I could do. Yeah, me which, too. Which is a fallacy in my, my entire life everywhere. Why pay someone when I can do it myself? And then you start to understand the time value, of, excuse me, or the, the value of time. And uh, we understand that you have value of your time listening to The Great People Show. So thank you for being here and allowing us to be part of your journey. Wherever you're listening to us, perhaps you're on Facebook Live, listening to us on the radio somewhere, the podcast, which a lot of people listen to our show in the pa- podcast. Just thank you for being here and allowing us to be a part of your journey. Every single show, every single week, we deliver to you the insights and inspirations to live different. And if you're watching us, then you're probably noticing in our background, today's topic is on courage. So we have spent around four episodes talking about, well, the first real episode was about what what, what is live different. The other episodes were about the barriers, the challenges, the things that'll get in your way of living different. Yep. And we are now pivoting to multiple things that you have to have to live different. What do you have to have? What do you have to possess? What has to be in you? And we're not talking about the possessions to have. We're talking about the the values, traits, qualities, characteristics that need to be inside you in order to live different. And today's is about courage. I was looking at this this list. Some of it comes from angles of previous shows. Some mm-hmm. of it just comes from a new topic that we need to address that just, in my opinion, our opinion fits perfectly. To me, the number one thing you have to have is courage. Yeah. So what does that really what does that really wow. mean to you? That's a tough question because I think it's like many of these topics, things are promoted in our media, in our books, in our in our learning everywhere is as you got to have this and you got to have that, when you start to really break it down, you start to wonder, what does that even mean? Especially, what does that mean to me? One of the biggest controversies that I found was, what's the difference between courage and confidence? Mm. And I can address that one real quick. Confidence is having a belief in yourself. Courage is doing something even if you don't have a belief in yourself. Right. I like that. <laughs> because a lot of people sit around and wait for courage to show up before you get confident. Yeah. It may not. It, it, it may never come. You, you may not have enough in you and around you to have the courage to move forward or, or to have the confidence, and you'll never have the courage to move forward. Courage is, is saying, I'm moving no matter what. 
Yeah. So take some real, um, <laughs> take some real courage to have courage. No, I mean, and we've all seen, you know, people say, well, how can you have courage without having confidence in yourself? I don't, I don't really, I don't really get that. I yeah. mean, what, you know, what's an example of where that would happen? So one of the things that, that I realized as I was really digging into this topic is courage only exists with fear. Mm. It, you you literally cannot have courage without fear. If there's no fear, there's no use case for courage. It just it just doesn't exist. You don't need courage if you have no fear. If you have fear, you have to have courage to move past that fear. Okay. So so courage is only going to show up if you're if you're really scared of moving forward with something. What are those fears? We had a whole show on fear. You can have multiple shows on fears. Fear of judgment, fear of failure, fear of criticism. Fear of loss, fear of success. There's so many yeah. fears out there that it takes courage to move through that, regardless if you have everything that you believe it takes to confront it. Yeah, and it's a great point. You know, we a lot of us have had situations in our lives where people have told us after we've done something, well, that was really courageous. That that took a lot of courage. Great point. And where you and I get that a lot is we both do a lot of public speaking, which you and I enjoy. But as we've talked on the show before, you know, to many people, that is a fear that is above the fear of death to a lot of people, public <laughs> yeah. speaking. Yeah. So, you know, I'll get done, I'll get done with a speaking engagement and somebody afterwards will say, wow, that took a lot of courage to get up there and speak in front of all those people. And my thought is, well, no. I mean, you had confidence. Right. Well, I, but the thing is, it goes back to your fear thing. I wasn't, I don't have any fear yeah. of getting up on, on a stage and, and, and addressing a group of people. But to some people, that is a incredibly courageous thing to do. So mm -hmm. in other words, courage is, is very subjective. And if you want to look at some textbook definition of courage, because you asked me earlier, what, what does that mean to me? We're going to dig into that one really deep as far as what it means to us. But the definition here of courage is the ability or the willingness, because there's two different types here. You, you, you have the ability. If you're standing up, you have the ability. But even before having the ability or even noticing you have the ability, you have to have the willingness to do something that frightens you. Mm -hmm. So we're back to the fear thing. Courage is literally standing up. Courage is moving forward. Uh, I wrote down these words. Courage is going after it. Mm but in the face of multiple fears, almost in the face of inevitable failure. I think that's why a lot of people say, wow, that was so courageous, because they themselves, if they were to have made that stand, would have seen no way to succeed. They would have seen no way to move forward. The only thing that other people see when they say, wow, that was courageous, is in their own life, they just see failure. Yep, but a lot of those people don't realize the amount of abilities that they have mm -hmm. if they actually try. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of us see things and, and we can't imagine doing them until you actually do it. Yeah. Right. I mean, yep. I, uh, last night we've talked on the show a lot about Brad Clark, friend of mine who had, uh, passed away in the line of duty, um, back in October, uh, with the fire department. And I leave tomorrow for Indianapolis for, a conference called FDIC. It's the largest fire service conference in the world, draws 34,000 wow. attendees every year, uh, takes over all of uh, downtown Indianapolis. Anyway, so Brad's wife, Melanie, is giving a speech in front of about 1,000 people um, on Wednesday morning. That's a lot of people. It's a ton of people. 
And this is a woman who, prior to her husband's death, uh, worked in uh, worked in a dental office. Oh wow! Uh, somebody who I would consider extremely, extremely quiet, uh, soft spoken. Never would I imagine her speaking in front of a group of people, and she would never have imagined that prior to her husband's death. And with everything that is that has happened here over the last six months, she has transformed herself, and now she. I mean, she's going to make this presentation in front of a thousand people. Now, the reason I bring all that up is six months ago, if you had said, hey, Melanie, why don't you, uh, why don't you get up and, and do a speech in front of a thousand people? <laughs> she would have said, there's no possible way I could ever do that. Yeah. You know, that, that there's I, no willingness. I, I could never in a million years pull that off. Yeah. And guess what? She's, she's doing it because circumstances changed. And all of a sudden, it mm-hmm. became clear to her that you can do this. Well, she obtained the quality of courage. Yes. And sometimes you have to dig in places you didn't even know existed inside of you to find that courage. Um, Our friends at psychologytoday.com, and if you listen to the show, you know we love this website. It's got a lot of great, great articles on this website. has an article called, What is Courage? And and I was thinking of Melanie, um, where I wasn't thinking of Melanie when I found this, but when you were mentioning Melanie, I was thinking, wow, this... What is courage? Or she walked through all these things in order to speak in front of that many people. Um, what is courage? Feeling fear, yet choosing to act. Courage has to be a choice. Folks, it's not just going to show up. It's right. not just going to be delivered to you by UPS. You're not going to go on Amazon and order some courage. And while someone may be able to motivate you, encourage you, coach you, give you some insights, they still can't give you courage. You have to choose courage. And in order to have courage, you have to act. You have to do something. Uh, The next one is following your heart. And I'm pretty sure that Melanie is probably following her heart in realizing that Brad's no longer here I have to do as much as I can to make this incident mean something in other people's lives. Exactly. And that involves her standing up in front of a whole lot of people and sharing this story. The next one is persevering in the face of adversity. Boy, oh boy, even having fear is enough to freeze you, let alone when that fear manifests itself and starts to look you in the eye. Because as we know, fear is really within our own head. Well, adversity is the situations now that start to show up. And what about these adversities in these situations that show up that actually validate the fear? Literally, like these things that you've been afraid of for so long, all of a sudden now something has occurred and you go, oh my goodness, This is the fear that I've been talking about. Fear is real. Now, having that courage is literally persevering, and this is an important word, persevering in the face of adversity. Because when we face, excuse me, when we have adversity in our life, we actually give it a face. We we can picture it. it. It has identity in our life so that whenever it shows up and maybe goes away, when it comes back, we start to recognize that adversity. And then all of a sudden, the fears just start to pile up inside of us again. Courage is being able to look at that in the eye and literally saying, not today. Mm -hmm. 
not today. I'm going to win. You're going to lose. How often do you really say that to the things that are challenging in your life? Most of the time, we accept them for what they are, and in not so many words, we say, you win. Yeah. I lose. Yeah. I'm not going to have the courage today. And, you know, as we go through all these things, and the first thing you said was about feeling fear yet choosing to act and, and you know, that it's something that you have to do, you know, for yourself. And, and ultimately it is. But a lot of the time we do gain courage with the help of those around us, with people encouraging us. You know, going back to Mel, you know, we have been practicing for this presentation for the last, gosh, she and I have been doing this on and off for the last two and a half months. Wow. And, you know, with me and, and other friends telling her, you got this, you can do this, helping to coach her. I think with me, and I'm sure we all have some times in our life that we knew we drew a lot of courage, but we had the help of other people. For example, the first time that I ever got in the cockpit of an airplane without an instructor. Oh, dear. Took a lot of courage <laughs> because... Sc- that scares me just hearing about it. It still scares me just thinking about it, to tell you the <laughs> truth. But but the first time I ever got in a cockpit of an airplane without an instructor, I was scared to death. That oh, took a lot imagine. of courage. But I had somebody who had propped me up, who had showed me how to do this, who had told me that you got this, you can do this, just follow the training. Mm. And I think we all have some moments in our lives where where we've had to draw an immense amount of courage, and we would have had a much more difficult time doing that had it not been for the people around us helping us. I'm not sure I can get past this visual of being in an airplane for the first time by myself as a pilot. Yeah. I don't even like riding an airplane. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a control thing. No, it's a tradition. And, so, and you you solo, so the instructor gets out of the plane, and uh, he or she stands kind of on the side of the runway, and you go take off and come around the airport and then and land, and it's called your first solo. It's it's a uh, big deal. So I, I guess even being in total control doesn't help overcome the fear of crashing the airplane. Well, no, because yeah. if something goes wrong, I mean, at that point, all you have is your training. You don't have that instructor next to you. I was, gosh, I was 18 at the time that I was doing oh, this. And uh, yeah. Well, you probably had a lot more courage than you maybe would have now because you were yeah. 18, right? Yeah, I didn't do have anything. I, yeah, well, I had no obligation. Yeah. I had no wife. I had no kids. Yeah, I, I mean, I knew everything to, at 18. I had nothing to live for. Oh, yeah. I mean, 18. <laughs> it's like we knew it all by then anyway. So That's what's right. the big deal? So another one on this list of what is courage is standing up for what is right. Now, the big question that we have is, right for who? Is it right for you? Is it right for someone else? Who is it Who is it right for? That courage comes whenever typically we get past ourselves, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that towards, towards the end of the show, but the more focus that we get in on ourselves, the more difficult it is to actually have courage. So when we can look past ourselves, we have the abilities to say, this is something that needs to happen, not just in my life, but in the life of the people around me too. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes that's where we can find that courage to act on it. Another one is, uh, what is courage? Expanding your horizons and letting go of the familiar. Um, the familiar in that example was flying an airplane with someone there to always back you up, Yeah, right? There's a security blanket, a safety net. Oftentimes that the courage has to show up. And, and in the context of what we're talking about of living different, that the whole point of living different is to get away from the familiar. Yep. Now you could keep some of the familiar, some of the things that is is meaningful and matters, and maybe is that safe haven in your life. But a lot of the things that we need to do, and a lot of the people that, or the, a lot of the attributes that need to be in us, aren't going to be in the familiar. They have to be from someplace else around us, and we may have never seen that before. We've never experienced that before. And it takes a lot of courage to be able to say, not only do I want that, 
but I'm willing to sacrifice and to do things to get to that. And then the last one on this list from psychologytoday.com is facing suffering with dignity or faith. And we may ask yourself, what, what does that have to do with, with, with courage? Well, there's always going to be some amount of, of loss or setback whenever you take a step forward. Yep. It's, it's built into it. It's guaranteed to be a part of it. And unfortunately, James, we live in a world where if we don't have a 100% guarantee in a security blanket that everything's going to go exactly the way that we want to, we're not going to do it. And if we're prepared for the suffering and we realize that we have to have faith that I'm making the right decisions, I'm taking the right steps, I'm just going to keep moving and I'm going to absorb the setbacks and I'm going to keep moving and absorb the setbacks, that that courage is what gets us started. And then the confidence will show up after we realize this really wasn't that bad. How many? T- I-, I challenge our listeners right now is just to make a list of the things that in any point in your life you felt like you couldn't do standing up in front of a group and speaking, mm-hmm. taking a job, moving to another city, getting into a relationship with somebody. There's plenty of a list of things that you just were unsure that you were able to do or had the capabilities to do or even the abilities or the willingness or anything like that. And you look back on that and go, that wasn't a big deal. There was nothing, there was nothing to that. Yeah, I mean, we we are our we talk on the show a lot. We are our own worst critics, and we create a lot of doubt in our own minds over things that we are perfectly capable of doing. And I think if anybody out there stops and thinks for just a minute about some things in your life that when you first thought about it, you deemed as being impossible, something you could never have the courage, again, going back to, to Melanie as just a, a current example, uh, and then and then when you did it, you found it really, like you said, wasn't that bad at all. We've all... Mm-hmm. We've all been there, and we need to draw from that more often, I think. I don't think many people listening right now, uh, I know this was, I, I was in this situation up until about a year and a half ago. Most people hadn't even decided what they want to have courage for. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your goals? What is your vision? And these are going to be here really soon, some future topics on this on this live different path that we're on, is if you have no desire to be a certain person or to have certain things or to do certain things, you're probably not going to find or have the courage to get out of your comfort zone and do something different because you don't even know why you're doing it. So another really, really neat list that I found, and we could literally spend an hour on this list. Yeah, It was uh, from the Huffington Post, and I've narrowed it down to just a, just a few. I, I, in fact, if you look at the list, I could even narrow it down to just a few, but it answers, it's kind of like a fill in the blank. Courage is. Mm-hmm. Courage is. Courage is knowing when to say enough. Mm-hmm. A lot of your courage, a lot of your desire to live a different life will come from tired of accepting the status quo. Sometimes that status quo comes in a really negative form. Sometimes it's people that don't treat you very well. Sometimes it's situations that keep happening to you. But folks, most of the things where you say enough about are your own decisions. The decisions you're making on a regular basis can be really bad decisions for you and the people around you. So you get to a point where you say, enough of this. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it anymore. Courage is being truthful with oneself. Oftentimes, the fear and the negative feelings that you have are you just telling yourself lies. 
Courage is beginning to tell yourself truths, that you do have the ability to do this, that you are worth being this person, or you are worth having this. And a lot of our negative self-talk directly ties back into this whole self-worth thing. Courage is letting go. Yeah. You wanted to say something about that one. Well, about the the being truthful with oneself. And and again, another recurring theme we talk about week after week in different in different ways. It's a lot easier to talk yourself out of something than it is to talk yourself <laughs> Gosh, so into true. something. You know, it's Gosh. it's so it would be a lot easier for Melanie to say, you know what, I, I I'm not up to giving this speech for a thousand people next week. I'm just gonna Stay a home in reasons. comfortable Richmond. Why, why go to Indianapolis and put myself through this? A million reasons. It'd be a lot easier not to get in the cockpit of that airplane without an instructor for the first time and say, you know what? I don't need to spend all this money on this and and <laughs> this you know stupid. scare myself half to death. I'm 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 just gonna go <laughs> sleep in. I mean, you can think you can think of a million things in your life where it's it's always easy to maintain mm. the status quo, and again, staying in your comfort zone. If you could take that same energy that you use to convince yourself not to do something and use it to convince yourself that you can do it, you'd go a lot further in life. It's not the easy path. It's the path less taken. Another thing we have talked a lot about in this Live Different series. Mm -hmm. Um, But man, that is a much more fulfilling path to take, JJ. I talked myself out of going to the gym this morning. Mm. Man, it was easy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That was probably the shortest and most simple conversation I've had with myself in a long time. When that alarm went off, I literally said, no, nah, I'm not doing that this morning. Gosh. And it's, and, and it, and so what does that have to do with courage? Well, you have to make these really sometimes small decisions, have the courage to make these small decisions that lead to bigger things in your life. Yeah. I mean, I mean, life without courage sucks. <laughs> it does. I mean, it's boring. Yeah. It's boring, but it's people. comfortable. Comfortable. It's comfortable, mm-hmm. but comfortable. I mean, man, at what point does comfortable just become incredibly just boring again? Yeah. I use that word again, but yeah, life without courage, uh, I don't think is 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 much of life. James, a lot of our listeners set up their life that way. Mm. A lot of a lot of the folks that are listening to this right now, you have decided to live that boring life. It's your decision. But yep. I get the feeling if you are listening to this show that you want just a little bit more of something. Um, courage is. Courage is letting go. Courage is letting go of the past. Sometimes it's letting go of the present. Sometimes it's letting go of some of the anchors that you have in your life, which could include some people. And that takes a whole lot of courage. Uh, courage is standing up for something that we believe in. Courage is burning our boats and never going back. Now, that that one's kind of true to my heart because I think... We create safety nets for ourselves. Yeah. I think we create fallback positions. I think we create cushions so that we think we're making a big decision, but what we do is we pad everything around us to the point where, well, even if we fail, it's not going to be that big of a fail. Folks, go big or go home, because if you are if you have safety nets and paddings, I don't know that there's really courage here. Yeah. I, I really don't think you're going to – you're just – there's not enough risk. There is not enough payoff. It's just life doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. It, it, you may think it works that way because you've convinced yourself it could work that way, but it really doesn't work that way. Burn your, your boats. Now, there's a lot of stories in history about generals who had where this comes from. They've landed on a shore, 
right? The arm, they've, they've landed their army on a shore attacking another army, and they burn their boats. Yeah. There's nowhere to retreat to. There's nowhere to go back to. Folks, we are moving forward no matter what. Courage is doing something new. Courage is choosing love over fear. Now, I know that can be very romanticized, but what we're talking about is love for yourself, love for the people around you, love for a different life rather than the fear of falling into these traps that you set for yourself so that you don't have to do some of these things. Love it, excuse me, courage is choosing to truly live. And this is going back to the point that you just made, James. That's the antithesis of living a boring life because my challenge to anybody here that if you feel like you're comfortable and you're safe, you're not fulfilling your, your calling right now. I just don't think there's any way you could. You can't fulfill your calling in your comfort zone. It doesn't happen. Yeah. No, it doesn't. And, you know, when when it's your time, when it's your time to meet God, when you are on your deathbed and you're mm. reflecting on your life, did you did you take those leaps? Did you use that courage to live an extraordinary life? Or did you sit sit in your couch and, and sit in your comfort zone your whole life? And which one of those two things do you think is best? I mean, yeah. for me it's 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 no contest. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I don't think most people take an inventory really. They just live by the seat of their pants. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, courage is breaking with tradition. Gosh, I, I should have written this one down, but I saw it on Facebook over the weekend. It was pretty funny. Uh, the, it, was, it was a Twitter meme that said, tradition is just a bunch of old people trying to hold you back. Or next, I'm sorry. Tradition is just a bunch of dead people trying to hold you back. <laughs> it was supposed to be funny. I yeah. thought it was pretty funny, but it's true. It's like what what traditions in your life are literally so stuck? And this goes back to the to the to the first one on this list that we created here was courage is knowing when to say enough. Is I'm not going to keep doing things simply because I've always done them. Yes. That's where you get your confidence from. Yes, you may be getting some really good results from that, but it takes a lot of courage to flip up the apple cart even when there's a lot of apples in the cart. Oh, yeah. It's, and, and I'll go so far as to say if you have created the, the best life, created the life that you've always wanted, why would you stop now? Mm-hmm. I mean, really, why, why would you, is, is this really the destination? If you're 40, 45, even 50 or 55 years old, and you feel like you've made it, here's the reality. You haven't. Mm-hmm. You haven't made it until you're dead. Yep. That's when it's done, right? I mean, keep going, folks. Be very careful of the traditions that you've set for yourself in your life, because you may have just put shackles on yourself to say, you know, pretty comfortable where I'm at, and I don't really need anything different. Well, you might be right, but I don't think the people around you expect you to stay the same way for the rest of your life either. Yeah, and the other thing that we do that's not quite, but sort of the opposite of that is, you know, we we think about something that would take courage, and we say, well, I'll do that. I'll do that in two years. I'll do, maybe I'll do that in five <laughs> years. Maybe when I'm forty. Maybe when I'm fifty. And we put off things and. Those things, you know, deep down, we never have any real intention of doing them. It just feels good in our minds to tell ourselves that we'll eventually do it. Uh, You know, you're putting off courage, and that's probably not always the best thing to do either. 
Oh, it's easy. Just like you said, it's a lot easier to talk yourself out of something. It's really easy to put it off. Yeah. It's it's far e- it's easier to put it off than to completely talk yourself out of it because then you don't have the guilt and out. of uh, yeah you don't have the guilt of walk away from it oh well you know I'm I'm gonna get my <laughs> pilot's license I'm d- I'm gonna wait five years yeah you know I, I mean we could do that about about anything I mean I tend to do it about chores around the house but you know it feels a lot better instead of saying you know I'm not gonna I'm not ever gonna make my bed again to saying you know I'll make my bed tomorrow um, because again it internally, it still gives us that that out that, oh, I, I didn't say I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it today. So we said at the top of the show that courage can only exist if fear exists. I think courage can only exist if excuses exist. That's, if, a, that's if, a great if point. You're, if you're laying down excuses in your life of either I'm not going to do that or I'm not going to do that right now, you, you're, 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 ready, you're ready for courage. Yeah. I mean, that, that means that you are primed for courage and where do you where are you going to get it i mean sure it comes from the inside sure it comes from decisions but when excuses show up adversity shows up fear shows up these are the moments that you should be telling yourself rise and shine baby rise and, and shine you know what i'm surprised isn't isn't on these lists or at least i haven't seen it yet is courage courage gets set to us by the actions of other people. You know, we have Hmm. all been in situations where there's been something that we've been really concerned or scared about, and we've seen someone else do it, maybe a friend, maybe somebody who you've never met, and that person becomes our motivation uh, to find the courage within ourselves to do the same thing. And I think in those times that we're struggling to find that courage, a lot of the time you can find strength in others that have done whatever it is that you're trying to set out to do. That's actually a really great point. And I didn't even have that on my list of how to have courage. So we're going to have to add that to the list that we can't get to yet because we have one more thing we need to talk about. And that is why is, why is courage, and maybe this is a debatable statement, why is courage the most important attribute to have in order to live different. Do you think it's the most important? I know we're not looking at a list to decide, but I was gonna say I'd love to see the list. The rest it, of the I, list. I would, it's I, in would my head. I would sure as heck not disagree with that. I mean, <laughs> with that, I, I mean, to if we're talking about living different, if we're yeah. really talking about that, it takes courage to live differently, folks. You gotta have it. If I, I would argue, yeah, if you, yeah, don't, if you don't have, have courage, then what really what else can we do? What can else can we do? It always takes courage it. to be different. Yeah, it, and uh so I call courage the emotion of the first step. Because mm. to me, courage, yes, it starts with a decision, but it is completely an emotion that's going to pull you, push you, carry you through this adversity or, or this fear. So I call it the emotion of the first step. Several shows ago, I started talking about what you think controls how you feel, how you feel controls what you do, and what you do starts to control who you are, courage is really the catalyst on every single one of those steps. Courage is a thought, right? It's a decision. Courage is a feeling. It's an emotion of, I I need to have something in my corner in order to move through this. Mm. And certainly, courage is an act. It's just taking the first step. We've talked about this on the show before, too. So often that we get bound in the fact that I've got to take 10 steps to go do that. So I'm going to take none. No, courage is just taking the first step to something that's going to be different. Yes, it may be the most difficult step. In fact, that's 
that's cool. I'd rather get the hardest one out of the way. Um, you have to have courage to face all the barriers and challenges to creating change in your life. We've last few shows we've talked about that uh, change is hard for people. That you've got uh, a tremendous amount of risk to live different, and that you're going to have a whole lot of people around you that are going to get in your way. Not because they are upset or mad at you. It's because they love you so much. It's they they want to minimize that risk. So you have to have the courage to overcome that kind of change that's going to happen. Another big one on this list of why courage is important is it's it's not just for these extraordinary moments or events in your life. And I think this is where society has romanticized courage. They've romanticized it with, we romanticized it with uh, big movies, TV shows, go on Netflix. The, uh, the only thing that really sells in entertainment are the huge, massive problems that we have a hero or heroine that overcomes these massive problems, mm. and then our imagery of courage is it's got to be this monumental mammoth challenge, and since I don't have anything extraordinary going on in my life, I don't necessarily need courage. Please don't get sucked into that crap. Yeah. That the big things that are happening in our life may may be big to us, but in the scheme of things really are just small little road bumps in the whole scheme of things. Now, someone may be saying to me right now or saying to us, but JJ, you're telling me that this divorce I'm going through right now is just a road bump? Well, I guarantee in about 20 years, you're going to look back and say, yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. it, it, it wasn't pleasant. It wasn't easy. But certainly it wasn't the um, end of the world. In fact, it made you a better person, and you had to have that courage to get through that. Um, courage, courage is necessary in the daily, ordinary decisions you make. Yep. It may not be uh, a lot of turmoil that you're going through. But let's face it, James, if the decision was easy and you were not really having any fear towards it, then uh, you may not be getting to the goals that you're wanting to achieve for yourself. Yeah, it's probably a good litmus test right there, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got five minutes left, JJ. Bring us mm -hmm. home. What do we need? How do we have or how do we get courage? Number one is to focus less on yourself. So we said, at, again, at the top of the show... Courage can only exist if fear exists. Fear only exists in your head, and fear usually manifests itself when you're focused in on you mm. and yourself. And it's really easy to do that. So in order to mitigate that some more is to focus less on yourself. That doesn't have as much to do with courage as it does just living your life is, gosh, if you just spent an hour less a day thinking about yourself, you could probably fulfill your goals 10 times faster because we spend most of our day thinking about ourselves. Yeah. Think about other people around you. Fear breeds in your mind whenever you're focusing on yourself. Uh, the other one, which uh, I came from, or I, I, I picked from Dale Carnegie's How to Stop Worrying and Start Living book, is use the law of averages, that most of the things that we fear, the most of the things that we feel like we have to stare in the eye and have courage for, 90% of this stuff, folks, isn't even going to happen. Yep. I mean, how many times have you stayed up at night worrying about something, and then the next day it just didn't even exist. Yeah. It didn't even happen. Our mind creates this these fake moments in our life, and we get worried. And and a lot of it is just realizing this probably isn't going to happen anyway, so why am I spending so much time worrying about it? 
another huge step into have courage is just take one step towards having something different. Don't don't worry so much about what it's going to look like 10 steps from now. The only thing that we really have the most confidence in is the next step. And the second step is going to require so much courage is just take that step because the longer you wait, usually the bigger the step gets in your head and then you end up tripping and falling. Another one here, which is a little interesting that I uh, I thought long and hard about before I put in this list is I want you to feed off your frustration. I want you to get fed up. Mm. I want you to say, I've had enough of this. I've got to do something different. Sometimes that um, that frustration, maybe even anger towards a current situation you're in is the emotion of catalyst that you need to have courage to go do something different. Literally, you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. You know what I mean? And then um, controlling the stress in your life, that is a physical reaction to fear, that if you can control the stress, there's so many great... I mentioned one already, how to stop worrying and start living. There's so many great things out there to help you manage the stress that stress clouds your ability to make a best the, the best decision and um, starts to force you to have to find courage that you shouldn't even have to find because of stress. And James, I love the one that you said is to rely on other people that have actually been through so many things to to show you, look, this is something you can do. I've done it. You can do it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's... It's possible. And so when you have that thing, we all can probably find somebody. And if you can't, if you don't know somebody, you can find it on the internet. You can find it on YouTube. You know, again, going back to that, that horrible accident that, uh, that Brad was in, you know, another person on that crew had their right leg amputated Mm -hmm. and, you know, he didn't know anybody who was a firefighter who, who was an amputee. Well, guess what? (laughs) The, within 24 hours of him being in the hospital, and I was there, I witnessed this, he was on YouTube finding videos oh, of wow. firefighters with a prosthetic leg and saying, that's going to be me. That's going to be me. He was finding courage. the courage right there. And uh, now he uh, he's only a few months away, by the way, from being back on active wow. duty with a uh, prosthetic leg. But he has found the courage largely through other people. Makes me think of this quote from Nelson Mandela. I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. And we'll leave you with these parting words from Marianne Rodmacher. Courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the little voice at the end of the day that says, I'll try again tomorrow. Folks, thanks for being here and joining us on this episode of The Great People Show. You can check all of our episodes out at our website at greatpeopleshot, great, <laughs> greatpeopleshow.com, creating new websites. Um, We come to you every week, whether it's the podcast, Facebook Live, check us out on our Facebook page to help bring you the tools, inspirations that you need in order to live a different life and to have something that you've never had, but most importantly is to be something that you've never been. Thanks for being here, folks. We'll see you next week. See ya! Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week 